listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Emily. On Emily oh, Sorry, lovely. I usually have a, I usually have a list to read it off, which I haven't been Ooh. given. This Thank you. <laughs> what a star! It's a bit like I love you. If you have to ask, it doesn't count. Um, yes, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cocker. I'm glad we cleared that up. Oh, I'm um, not. Uh, text the show on eight twelve fifteen, please. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. If you will, and email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Worst possible start. <coughs> you think? Yeah, but on the plus side, you said if you will, and I'm always happy with an if you will. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. I'm not sure it's the worst possible start. I think we've done worse. Oh, I think we've done, yeah. <laughs> Have we? And we yeah. will do worse. <laughs> Probably. Well, M. H. Whittington, yes, I said H. M. H. Whittington. Um, is saying whatever happened to Frank calling the Absolute Radio website Webby <laughs> every time I hope for this little nugget of gold. Oh, sorry, I'm, I missed my opportunity this week. But should the list with the details be passed oh, to me wow. later in the show? This is going to be one it. of those rows. I'll try and do that just for you, MH. One of those marital rows. Yeah, it's like when you didn't load the dishwasher. Yeah. Oh. That's what it is. See, dishwashers are meant to solve problems, aren't they? But they do create them. You're right. <laughs> yeah, but loading it is actually great. I love loading it, unloading it. Oh, do you? you? Prefer yeah, that? I agree with you, Frank. Doll. Oh, no, I can't. He's got like it right. Unloading. That moment when you open yeah. the front is when you get that. If you've got your glasses on. Oh, I love the facial. Lovely. Love yeah. the facial. Um, yeah, but it's, it's got what, what's in those um, tablets? Oh, I wish I'd asked myself that back in the 90s. I tried 15, yeah. Well, you came through it. Yeah, I know. We've, uh, we've had various text messages and emails in... Uh, well, that's nice. ...praising you, which we don't read, oh. do we? That's no, like we don't a, read those, but thank you. Anyone who's praised me, thank you. You know, because you're uh, treading the boards again. Yes. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll ignore those. Okay. Not ignore, but gratefully. Yeah, I'm I'm in the uh, the British skateboard championship <laughs> <laughs> at uh, Melt Mowbray. Does a very That's where good, they'd be. Um, Isn't that where they'd be? Yeah. Yeah. They'd probably. be somewhere like that. Mm. Yeah. Like referees always used to come from places with two names. <laughs> they always came from. Uh, well, Melt Mowbray would be an obvious example. Um, yeah. Little Gidding. Newton Heath and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, they didn't yeah. come from... Pro- those people in cities don't want to be football officials. They've got bigger no. ideas. You're right. No, you're right. They want to be footballers and you know, managers. What's your favourite skateboarding trick when you do the tricks? Do I've never skateboarded in my life. I missed them, really. I was too old by the time they came out. I know that doesn't bother some people I see going around no. in their 50s on You're right. Oh, they look ridiculous. And people on scooters. Well, I sort of respect them, because, I mean, if, if I have... Really? You know, yeah. My bones yeah. now are like an arrow. If I, yeah. if I fell, I'd just, I'd just powder up, just crumble. I love that you respect them. I must say, I'll give you Tim Westwood's number. You'll probably get on with him. Does he um, skateboard? No, but I think he likes... He's of that ilk. Behave, yeah. I imagine he likes he's youthful not, what, pursuits. What are those things that you just stand on and they go along? Oh, like, the hoverboards. No, buses. <laughs> no, yeah, hoverboards, yeah. I can see him on my What's the, Is it Segway? Oh, they're Segway. a different thing. No, they, again, no they? they've got a handle. Anyway, oh, let's so not. many of these things. <laughs> yeah. Um, Walking, uh, I like. We've got an email. Tyre and quote, Bants and quote. Um, here we go. Uh, hi, Alan and Frank and DME. Oh, thank you. Uh, praise redacted. One for the Friday night trot. I've been meaning to write in for a few weeks in relation to the tyre tread depth chat from a while back. Oh, yeah. I'm really sorry, Frank, we, but we did a text him when you were off, and I think it was... Um, 
Were you not well, here for this? No. no, I seem to remember. I oh, I thought you were here. I thought it was very strong stuff, personally. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd let you know about tread wear indicators. That's yeah. all capitalised. Um, TWIs. It says mm. in, in brackets, TWI to those in the know. These are bars are moulded into the tyre tread grooves at regular intervals around the tyre to indicate when a tyre is worn to its limit of safety. I can see that, like, like counting the rings on a tree, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Same theory. They add, uh, takes the guesswork out of tread depth. I like that. That's <laughs> a good I slogan. I love a tread depth. Yeah. Uh, it says, I wanted to attach a picture to illustrate, but can't do so. So a Google search, a Google image search, and you'll see plenty of examples. I like it when people go, I can't do this, but you can. I think um, tread depth could be, uh, that could be a way of measuring the national obesity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> you had, uh, in, Walk across then, wet sand. In, in the hospital. Yeah, you could have some, like, have some sort of crazy potty. Like a, a carpet. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, that that would be uh, something to really look forward to. That day that you went across and barely marked the surface. <laughs> yeah, so that that'd be treading the boards. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Have we ever um, quoted the magazine The Economist on this show? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think we have, have we? Does it sound very I'll, us? I'll check my diary this evening because okay. I like to keep a record there's, there's of a all the quotes. There was a bloke in the front row the other night who had the economist in his inside pocket. He said he always carries it if he has a spare moment. Read a little bit of that. It's a lot of reading. Is he? Oh, yeah, it's, it's very word heavy. Is it about the economy as well, mainly? Oh, I like you. Look, uh, <laughs> look at all them books. Where are you going to read those? <laughs> yeah, it is those. you. It really uh, stares at you. Henners has been in touch, Al. <laughs> oh, OK. On 848. Are you, are you aware of him? He's one of our regulars, Frank. Henners from Gravesend. Uh, don't put me on the spot. OK. Yes, of course I Whatever happened to dogs fetching the morning post? Oh. I know what you mean. That does seem like something. Do you mean the pa- the, the the post as in from the postman or that popular newspaper? The morning. Oh, post? she yeah, used to uh, see dogs carrying newspapers in their terrible oh, saliva yes. mouths. <laughs> oh, okay. Those in glass houses. I tell you what, I used to see as well. In um, is. Uh, dogs with like a big tin of dog food in their mouth carrying that home with their owner that oh, sounds really? exceptional I mean like no I've seen that a few times really it always looked like it was wedged it was a horrible you ever had that thought about what it would be like if somebody wedged like say a bowling ball in your mouth not yeah. a bowl but just <laughs> somewhere on the top end so you couldn't get it out again <laughs> well you push on the top of your own head when you eat an apple in a I know strange... I can't get I can't get through it <laughs> I don't think you should mock the elderly <laughs> <laughs> there must be an ism what's the ism oh, ageism yeah, yeah it is yeah. I think we've all got an ism we can uh, I've been accused of it we can bring up so be careful yeah yeah um, well I uh I, I would like to quote the Economist now. Do it. Um, we've got an art, uh, we've got an email entitled "Fishy." You may be amused to hear. We'll be the judge of that. That a recent <laughs> article on sea creatures fight bioluminescence with the blackest materials known in the Economist. Yeah. Quoted Steve Haddock of the Monterey Bay <laughs> Aquarium <laughs> Research Institute. Oh, this is the nominal determination. Nominative yeah, determinism, yeah. indeed. It's, it's a proved- strange article for the account. Where's the money in it? <laughs> True. Yeah. It proves impossible they, to read this piece without money? laughing. 
Do they do stuff other than money then? They do yeah, fish. I think, I think we you do can't stuff. fill the whole thing with stuff about money, can you? You've got to pad it out with some marine life <laughs> articles. <laughs> I've had two different people recommending me uh, investments in the last like seven days. Does that suit you're wearing? No, it's not. It's <laughs> Oh, you both got lovely suits on today. Thanks very much. I feel like the defendant. I had a long drive last night and the guy kept talking to me about cryptocurrencies that I should be involved in. And he was really? saying stuff like, oh, if you're not in... I Yo, can't get past the, the fact that crypto was Superman's dog. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a white dog in a red, small red cloak. <laughs> Did he wear a cloak? He wore a cloak, yeah. Respect. But if you put a cloak on a dog, it would just hang down one side, wouldn't it, over the leg, like a bit like well, a matador um, Do you know what, cape. Frank? I don't know, but I tell you what, I'm going to find out this weekend. Yeah, that's right. But whereas cr- cryptos used to, um, used to like, stick... You know, that, you know when you used to see people... Uh, in those white World War One scarves, and they had like mm-hmm. a wire supporting them, so they they were blown back over their shoulder like Snoopy. Yeah, yes. I do know that. Uh, yeah, it, well, that's what um, Crypto's Crypto's cloak was always <laughs> as if it was being severely Excellent. blown. Excellent. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wonder what happened to Crypto? They don't live forever, of course. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know what the theory is on Superman's um, lifespan. Never eight, really. What do you mean, theory? Someone will know. You yeah. mean how long does he live? Is well, he eternal? Yeah. I mean, there's been like you know, Superman dies type stories, but um, it, oh, did he but, die? But you know, they they have different uh, versions of um, things. I thought he, he was immortal. Age, though, does he? Well, I don't know if they've ever established his immortality as one of his superpowers. Oh, really? If anyone knows that, don't keep it to yourself. No, come on. Yeah. Um, he's Superman immortal. Eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Do you want to know about Superman? Yeah. yeah. Well, David Cox from St Albans says there are strong indicators that Superman may also be immortal. Theoretically, so long as he has access to a constant source of yellow solar radiation, he will not age or die. I'll okay. come to mama yellow solar radiation. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Get some moisturiser with that fair in. Fair enough. See, it was uh, onto the red sun of uh, Krypton. He's just like an ordinary bloke. Mm. But it's here. I like the idea of this being the yellow sun. It's all a bit based on children's drawings. <laughs> yeah. Because I imagine all suns are quite red when you get close. A bit flame-like. I, yeah. I imagine, yeah. Anyway, let's not get into astronomy at this stage. Well, 868 has asked the uh, impertinent, possibly, question, why do all immortal characters manage to grow from a child to an adult, then they just stop growing old? Confused, please help, Matt in Wolverhampton. I think you're still allowed some sort of extended um, post-gestation development. Come right. on, guys, because you need that as part of your, uh, you know, to form your view of the world of having been a child and then it just Next. freezes <laughs> yeah oh, okay. once you've settled that's well, what I found anyway that's what happened to me fair enough fair enough <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you something um, th- this is uh, this is a difficult subject for me but um, oh god I um, I have um, the Brits again <laughs> in case you know no I've, I've, I've left that behind me ha ha not really <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, uh, well, do you think you'll ever leave it behind I you? I don't think I'll ever leave it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not really. 
But, I, you know, I, it's, it's something I've... I'm a bit like um, Princess Eugenie. I like the scars to show. Mm. Yeah. Let's just talk about it. Yeah. Um, so, Eugenie, actually, I've learned this week. Yeah. Um, so, uh, my, you know, I have a six-year-old uh, child, in case you don't know. I'll just give you two facts about me. I'm from the... No, I'll give you three. I'm from the West Midlands, and I support a football team called West Bromwich Albion. You know, that, yeah. in case you don't know. Also, I have a six-year-old son. Yeah. Now these two worlds clash and collide when he told me a few weeks ago that he uh, he supports uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Oh. He's he decided. doesn't. Yeah. Now it's a it's a tricky. Thing because I do think you should support, you know, a sort of a local oh, that, team. It's that England team that's done it. I knew that was going to happen. Is, that's what it yeah. is, you see, because most know. of the England, after the World Cup, yeah. it's the closest thing to watching England. They play yeah. at Wembley and they've yeah. got um, about five England players in the team. That's yeah. how they get you. Oh, it's, it's a clever. Oh, did it work with West Ham after 66? <laughs> did loads of kids go there? 8, 12, 15. Yeah, OK. That's exactly who's but listening. Let's be honest, West Ham from the 60s. I remember I went to the V Festival in Chelmsford thinking it was Ooh. going to be lots of people with little bells on their fingers and, and oh. calf dance. There's a load of blokes with tattoos and West Ham shirts on, sort of elbowing people out the way. Mm. Um, yeah, anyway, festival life. Um, yes, so um, I've, what we've been doing is we've been watching on the telly some the highlights of Spurs games. Mm. Um, thank God for the Champions League, where they're on a losing streak. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been showing him them. So I'd, so I'd, I'd, I'd show him, um, say, Spurs lose to um, Barcelona mm. and then West Brom wallop in Bristol City <laughs> oh, <laughs> without mentioning wow. any disparity between the two competitions. Well, what, there's going to be a terrible scene, isn't there? You mm. lied to me. Yes, but um, he's, and then he, it's a bit like Anakin in um, Star Wars. I think he's pulled between... The dark side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it is so, because you don't want to indoctrinate. I've yeah. already got him at a Catholic school. I mean, I've got to back <laughs> off eventually, let him be an individual human being. Yeah. But he did say to me, I'll tell you what, he said, what about if, 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 um, he said, I like West Bromwich. He said, but Aww. maybe, he said, Tottenham could be my premiership team. <laughs> There's a logic there, though. I know, but there's a long term. I know, but uh, that's so insulting, isn't it? <laughs> you. I mean, wow. I mean, that, that hit me hard. And then, um, <laughs> I yeah. like that a bit like I have Barnet FC as my uh, second team. <laughs> I know, well, I've, I've never really had the second team thing. Yeah. Uh, you could have Huddersfield Town as your Premier League team if you want. No, it's I mean, they're right. on a terrible... Oh. That's a short-term uh, solution. Oh, oh see? Oh. <laughs> it's all right when you do it. He actually <laughs> said to me, he, he actually, yeah. uh, said to me can, I, can I have uh, one of those shirts with the black chicken on? I said, what is that? <laughs> what? I thought he's into uh, voodoo. He meant, he meant a Tottenham shirt. All right. <laughs> I've never, ever heard it called the black chicken. And I must have... <laughs> 
I've read about football for 50 years. But, you know, if they brought out a song with, you know, Black Cheer Kid on my shirt, I mean, it's just never... He's completely caught with a new name for the for the, the Spurs. The black chicken. <laughs> yeah, the black chicken show. I hope Harry Kane. If that's not his autobiography title, exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Black bearing the black chicken by uh, <laughs> Harry Kane. Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Paul from Working has uh, suggested a possible answer. The asterisk for Bittersweet Symphony, which you were wondering why there was an asterisk yeah. and what was at the bottom of it. Um, it's probably because it's written by Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. Yeah, but why would that have an asterisk? I understood it was... Hey, Paul, why would that have an asterisk? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, doesn't... Yeah. So, you were telling us that... Buzz had decided to support the team. He's turned to the black chicken. He's turned to the black chicken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. AKA uh, Spurs. Yeah. And So um, is that it now, Frank? Well no. Oh. Because um I I said um I said, I'll tell you, well, why don't you do you wanna come uh, <laughs> do you wanna come with me to a football match maybe one oh, yeah. Saturday? Oh, I thought this is this is mean this is me now. Because at the moment West Brom are in the championship, so we're walloping people great it's always that time when you think do we really want to get up yeah I like this yeah yeah stay, stay in the little pond yeah exactly yeah. so um, so we we, so I took him last last <gasps> Saturday I took him to the, uh, to the to the West Brom game how was it and uh, well I, tell you, I could feel real pressure when I got there Adrian Child sits near me and he says I've never wanted him to win more in my life because <laughs> oh, you yeah, think you yeah. want it to be perfect good start yeah. yeah having said that my first game was a nil-nil draw against Southampton in which it rained so heavily the collar came out of my pants and went onto my t-shirt <laughs> and I was still hooked. Yeah. But times have changed. Kids are different now. You had so little yeah. to entertain yourself. Yeah, well, there was, that, there was hardly any football on the telly then, whereas, you know. Yeah. So anyway, you know, there are some things you want to be per- perfect. You feel the pressure, like like on a first date. It's the wedding day weather. Yeah, mm. exactly. First date, New Year's yeah. Eve, or so an assassination. <laughs> <laughs> you want everything to go just so. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> Voice of so experience. we got there. I bought, I bought him a shirt straight off. Oh, I threw right. money at his That passion. was a great from, choice. Throw money at the problem, but West but Brom shirt. Didn't he? Didn't he Brilliant. sort of look at the crest and think, "Where's the black chicken?" I yeah. think he was. He started by reading the um, the, the slogan "Ideal Boilers" rolling oh, across yeah. the chest. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we have bird. got a bird. We've got a bird on our back. You've well. you got, got some thrushes or something. Yeah, we got. Yeah, no, I always sit like this. <laughs> Good knowledge. Good job. Um, <laughs> hey, what's happened? Was Boiler Man there? Boiler Man was there. Oh, shut up. So, Brilliant. Boiler Man and Baggy Bird, who was like the, the fat thrush. All the stars. Yeah. Um, can you still say fat? I don't know. Can you Google Probably it? I think you can if it's about the thrush. If it's a thrush, you can. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, and also, it's not real. It's a, it's a phony. Uh, no. 
I don't the bloke inside is. So did he like Boiler Man? Impressed? Oh yeah, well yeah. I showed him Boiler Man before, and okay. I bought him a programme. I couldn't offer him, you know, the elder flower, <laughs> elder flower press aid. Have probably got us a Tottenham home game. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, it was seasonal pies. So, yeah, quinoa. So, so we. Um, <laughs> what about that man? Harry quinoa. The man at the Emirates who got a hummus when after he has a goal celebration. Oh, excellent. <laughs> oh, he anyway. loves he loves Harry Kane. I mean, that's yeah. part of the problem yeah he came home from school yesterday with a, a cross of St George that he'd written for the game and it was just Harry Kane written in red to form a big cross oh, over nice. and over and over I keep trying to explain he's gone off the boil but you won't have it <laughs> so did he did you discuss at the end of the uh West Brom game. West Brom game. Well, let me How? just leave you on a cliffhanger because oh. uh, in the first half they were terrible they were absolutely terrible and one nil down at half time. Oh. And he looked at me, I tell you, he gave me a look. It remind, I once took a dog to be put down at the vet. Um, Lovely. Yeah, I don't mean put down after, you know, after received disparaging remarks. Yeah, yeah. But it was yeah. ill and it had Your to be. Your fur's all knotty. It had yeah. to be, um, I think, destroyed is the phrase people <laughs> yeah. use, which is always. Seemed a bit over the top. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I remember the look it gave. I don't know whether I imposed the look on it or whether yeah. it gave me this look, but it lived with me for months afterwards of why have you brought me here? And I, that's the look I got from Boz at <laughs> half time. Oh, It's a real, oh, you know, what was. <laughs> I could be watching the black chickens. Exactly. I mean, he's only seen the black chickens in highlight form, so he says, <laughs> right, yeah. None of the, you know, it's, he's it's, seen it's, their best bits, and yeah, then exactly. you give him and the thrush's blooper reel. But um, um, I'll, but in the second half, things things happened. Frank, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, um, yeah, so we came to the second half at um, the Hawthorns. Oh, yeah. And um, we scored, equalised. I oh. picked Buzz up, held him in the air. It's very exciting. Excellent. Was and it all then, very circle of life? Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was very circle of life. And um, and then along came the wildebeest. <laughs> Don't think about Adrian like that. Because yeah. <laughs> we went then went 2-1 up. Buzz was so excited, he stood on his chair to oh. celebrate. And it tipped up and he got his leg trapped. <laughs> oh, oh, no. And we could not get it out. <gasps> oh, no. So it took, I mean, it must have been an easy five minutes. And oh. there was four of us, four blokes, trying it. And we'd oh, pull it oh. one way and he'd go, ah! We'd move it the other. And, it, and he's, it, it was, oh, man, it was really awful. Oh. Be a very good uh, mental arithmetic. How long does it take four men? Uh, to get one child out of a fold-up seat. Yes. But anyway, um, we kept every time we moved it, I think we caused more bruising and scratching. Oh, horrible. And eventually we, we got him out and uh, he cried for the rest oh, of the second boss. half. Missed all, missed, we won 4-1, but it just, <gasps> he missed the goals. I missed the goal. Yeah, but you know Still what? You'll always remember that. It's Still the, grieving the, for the, that the physical set. memory. Well, they say you'll always remember your first football match, but I, I didn't well, really want it to be because he has um, quite a bit of bruising oh. on his leg. So um, the best laid plans of um, mice. And, and to cheer him up, when we got outside, I bought him uh, the socks and the shorts. All right. Well, well. yes, because John Round, you were spotted by Gavin from Briley Hill. Okay. 
Yeah, John Brown said, Gavin, Gavin from Brawley Hill told me he saw Frank buying Buzz and Albion home shirt Indeed. at the Reading match. And then he said, which is one of the most fabulously Birmingham things I've ever heard, Gavin doesn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank and you, I also John. Got, got fish and chips on the way back, anything to try. Oh, yeah, you threw money at the problem. So short, yeah. shorts and socks and fish and chips. Is all my brain and body need. Shorts and chocks and fish and chips are very good indeed. Would it have been a hit if it had been called Shorts and Socks and Fish and Chips, do you think? Um, sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll. Yes. Oh, yeah. You think it would? Quite <laughs> the way Alice gives a definitive answer. Yes. Yeah. I think it would have been an even bigger hit. But anyway, <laughs> so that was, that was my. Um, so I think, I'm, I'm, I think I might just have to hand him over to the black chicken. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, Martin says um, time for Frank to step aside and let his boy join the dark side. That is the black chicken. Yeah, a glorious future awaits. The dark. I mean, you know what would be horrible if you took him to a Spurs game and just trapped him in a chair at the start of the first half, <laughs> so that it was twice as bad at Spurs <laughs> yeah, as it was at West Brom. Yeah. Deliberately. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's a fine thought of that. This is Frank Skinner. This is uh, Frank Skinner um, with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Much better for your health. <laughs> you can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio Webby. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that was for uh, MH? Was yes. It? Yeah. Uh, about that. Good memory. Yeah, for a man of my age. I yeah. mean, come on. I didn't want to say it. Can we talk yeah. about the big day yesterday? Friday. Big Dave. Oh. <laughs> it was a big... Dave, but he was very slim these days. Or having yeah, it. The, the, it West, a... the West Brom manager, his name is Darren Moore, is known oh, yeah. as Big Dave. I don't, never really worked out why, but he oh, is. Oh, they, yeah. they love adding a big in football, so, yeah, don't they? Too many, mm. too many syllables in Darren. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, yes, yesterday. The, the, it's the, a uh, huge day for... Is he, friend of the, is he a friend of the show? I'm going to call him. Prince Andrew. He's been talked about on the show. Here he is. Here he comes. <laughs> I was reminded this morning. I was reminded, sounds like someone doing an after-dinner speech. <laughs> I was reminded of the time. <laughs> uh, I was um, reminded of... I heard Betty Boothright use that as an opener once. Really? Anyway, um, do you remember her speaker of the house? No, of course yes. I do. She's from West Bromwich, actually. Mm. Dancing, anyway, dancing girl, wasn't she? Was she? Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Mm. So, um, I forgot what I was going to say. You were reminded of the time I was speaking about... <laughs> Prince Andrew, is, wasn't it? Oh, Prince Andrew, yeah. I was reminded Thank this morning you. that we once had a texting <laughs> in which I asked people to guess the circumference of Prince Andrew's thighs. Yeah. Um, One of our more mainstream texts. Yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know how that came about. But he is a bloke who's like bursts out of a suit. Yeah. Yeah. But he's lovely, lovely, caring dad imagery mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah, so we sh- Princess, uh, you pronounced it correctly. Eugenie, she's now called. It was, it's been Eugenie for I years. Think it was Eugenie. I think they put the Eugenie back in the bottle. Very good. Oh, lovely. Um, and now it's usually, yeah. Who knew it was so f- en France? <laughs> yeah. 
I like it. It's quite hard in the bouquet. No, it's mm-hmm. Eugenie, please. It is, yeah. Uh, she got married to... He seems a nice chap. Jack Brooksbank, his name is. I'll tell you what he looks like. He looks like... He if, looks nice. If Brian Robson had been left on the doorstep of aristocrats <laughs> when he was young, that's right. what he would look like. He's got the Brian <laughs> Robson... He's got the Robbo yeah. look. Yeah. But he doesn't have quite the, uh, you know, break-your-legs tackling kind of... Nor the um, party at the back, business at the front here. No, no, it doesn't. I like to think you've just created a spike in some Brian Robson <laughs> highlights reels on YouTube for <laughs> some of our younger readers. Yeah, I, I hope that. Can I tell you my favourite thing about Jack Brooks Bank? It's his job, which is tequila oh, ambassador. Tequila yes. ambassador. <laughs> Come on. Brilliant. Dr- Come on. Basically drug dealing. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? Well, it's, it's legal. Tequila's illegal. Oh, you you don't want me to apply rigorous logic to this. Okay, it's legal, but I mean, it, is it a thing we should be encouraging? Well, oh. never mind him. What about <laughs> who he works for? Who owns that tequila company? Oh, it's um, George uh, Clooney. Yeah. No way. I mean, what is yeah. it with Clooney? Coffee, tequila. The yeah, man's all tempting about the us. Yeah. But he's all... every solids. <laughs> he's all, um, you know, civil rights and all that, and then he's encouraging yes. people to get drunk and, uh, yeah, I, I'm dis- and strung <laughs> out on coffee. Also, I thought when he kissed the bride, he shouldn't have done that thing of licking salt <laughs> off his hands. <laughs> Uh, and then kissing her and then biting the lime. I thought yeah. I'd have took that as an insult if I'd been a. Looked like um, Duke of Edinburgh might have been uh, had a few lemons. He was sucking as well. <laughs> he turned up though. God bless him. Well, he turned up having turned said, up. "I'll see how I feel on the day." I like that though. <laughs> old man though, isn't he? He says that um, a lot of his appointments now are based. I know, quote, based on a wake up and see how I feel basis. <laughs> I mean, he's 90. How old is he? 91, still alive. They link that to his age, but I've got that now, and I'm about half his age. It's great, but 91. If I was him, I'd just focus on the wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Someone else else could handle the rest of it, but um, I was was happy. I'm always happy to see him there. Bolt upright. Yep. Hey? Good posture. Oh, man, you can see him there in the pavilion at Lord's. Bolt, Bolt upright. Brilliant. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. You all right there? Just mm, keep talking. We're both talking. eating crisps. But, um, so it was quite a big, um, big old bash. Quite a big one. Yeah. What is it? Uh, the reports I've read vary on the guest numbers between 650 and 900, which I wow. hope. I hope the. Uh, Estimates didn't vary that much for the catering. Exactly, that's a bit tricky. 250 meals short. You know what, I, I, I watched, I watched um, a, a chunk of it, so I, I knew we'd end up talking about it on here. Live so. stream on This Morning? <laughs> yeah, oh. that was a bit... Uh, this Morning at the Royal Wedding was the <laughs> name of the programme. It had been uh, rejected by the BBC. Oh. It, oh. Hap- it happens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and, and it was actually called This Morning at the Royal Wedding. That was the name. They had that caption in the corner, you know. Mm. Wow. I mean, I'm glad they turned down Rip Off Britain. <laughs> <laughs> what about if the right stuff, what if they had the right stuff at the Royal Wedding? Oh, no. no. Do you know, what about Jeremy Kyle? Look, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kyle lying supine. Yeah. Presenting royal wedding coverage. A reception. 
<laughs> lying across St George's Chapel on yeah. the floor. And they'd have had Prince Andrew <laughs> on stage, like, and it'd be that thing where they say, and now the Duchess of York, and she'd have come straight out wagging her finger. Ooh. Yeah, you do. When they, when they come like that, they've been released from a greyhound trap, and they come oh, yeah. straight on. They'd have been like that, would have been. I'd have watched that. They do get psyched up, some of those people, don't they? Well, to be fair, I think there was all that going on. They just kept it in the wings rather than do it down the nave. I think. Well, um, I mean, Philip's got beef, hasn't he? Come on, let's not lie. There's some old beef. There's some old beef. beef with, oh, um, I believe with Sarah old, Ferguson. Um, toe sucking and sunbathing. Oh, he's got to move on. on. Also, that was 25 years ago. It was a long time ago. It was before the, um, you know, the green face emoji, that, <laughs> which I think is what we all needed then mm. when, that, when that story broke. I was fine with that. I've always well, thought she's a very dashing and attractive woman, Sarah Ferguson. Do you know the f- best thing I ever heard about that was uh, Princess Diana allegedly said of that, sent someone a message saying, the redhead's in trouble again. <laughs> and yeah. um, I hope you don't find yourself saying that one day at no. school. Of course, <laughs> Diana wouldn't have done it because there might have been too many calories. True. Oh. Uh, hmm. Yeah. I know, I always preferred Diana. To, uh, um, Are you a Fergie fan? Fergie to Diana. Did you? Yeah. But what I like about the... But I don't know if we should talk about no. women in the public eye in that way. <laughs> no. What I like Stop about it. the Duke of Ed is that he seems like he would be one to hang on to a grudge. Right. Do you think? Uh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, and that's what you like about it. Yeah, it's been 25 <laughs> years. He's just thought, no, no, I'm not budging on this one. I think the one thing that um, I think is a bit... It was so, they kept saying, no, we mustn't compare this to Harry and Meghan's wedding. And then they kept comparing it to Harry and Meghan's wedding well, I, throughout. I, I think I misunderstood it, but I think it might have been Andrew. I read a royal quoted saying, this is not a public wedding, it's a family wedding. And I thought, it's on telly. Yeah, it is on telly. It's, it's on, on telly. It's on this morning. <laughs> and there was people there. Don't know if he fully understands the word public. But I thought, um, I think you can like you can enjoy both. Um, yeah. Co- you know, I, I, I'm going to say that like, I think Meghan and Harry are my premiership couple. <laughs> Yeah, oh. and they're my championship. Yeah, it's like snooker yeah. and pool, isn't it? I'll tell you what I like is that <laughs> I'll tell you the difference is that when when um, Eugene was looking waving from the coach, mm. I sensed her whole being was her thinking, oh, "I feel great." Yes. And when Megan waved from the coach, I sensed mm. her whole being thinking, "I look great." Right. Oh. And that was the difference between the two weddings. I would say. I like I that. Yeah, I thought it it did seem a bit down home, even though it was a Windsor Castle <laughs> and the, there was a see-through. I love the traditions, though. I like it when they say, and the Queen will be entering through the Galilee door. Did they say? The oh. Galilee door. I'm, she uh, She's the only one that goes through the Galilee door. Mm-hmm. I didn't know It's got that. the plastic, you know, like the E.T. scientist covering thing outside. It's got that. Her and Duke of Edinburgh go through Galilee, Galilee porch. It oh, must be great to have your own door. <laughs> Oh, can you imagine, Frank? Yeah. I mean, I know cats do it, but for a human being... <laughs> I haven't. That's all my the, dream. All the doors in our house are uh, like you could get communal one. You're doors. the sort of bloke who could install your own door. I am not. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I can see you doing I that. Be a queue. I'll have that door. 
because people think this because I've got a Yorkshire accent, yeah. but I'm so unhandy, it's beyond the joke. If I needed to, if I needed a door erected, you'd be the person I'd call. If you know, I did my own, I call because it wouldn't get done by me. I if I had the capacity that. to do my own door, I'd always thought that I'd have one of those farmhouse doors that open in the middle. You know that? Oh yeah. And then nice. you can greet yeah. tradesmen naked in the morning. <laughs> Love a Tony hat. And just lean on that. Just make sure you open the right half. <laughs> or swinging Wild West saloon doors. I'd Love oh, my house. <laughs> I mean, they're not great insulation-wise. No, if the Queen's got the choice, why hasn't she got one of those? In, uh, she should have gone she, for she that. Does, apparently, she doesn't love a Western. Yeah. Yeah. They, I've, I've heard I, her say that before. Can I ask you a question? On the clothes front, always fascinated to hear what you two have to think. Oh, yeah. yes. Best dressed? Uh, obviously, Eugenie. Oh, definitely. Cara Delevingne. Oh, could no. you? Very good. If, in Fabulous. case anyone didn't see it, would you like to explain what her outfit well, was? Well, she like? did like the old um, 1930s sort of musical mm-hmm. female impersonator type. It was very look. weird, a couple of swells, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. She looked, I mean, obviously, um, she probably looks good in most stuff, but she did look, uh, that was an amazing look. She did look good. She did it look was good. very chimney sweep chic. Um, but um, if a bloke had gone in a full um, wedding gown, and big hat oh, and that. Would, would he have been condemned? <laughs> Any, oh. Anyone other than Grayson Perry, it's a tricky one. <laughs> yeah, what if it had been, say, Paxman? Yeah, that would have been... <laughs> I think, I think that would have... I think tongues would have been yeah, wagging. I, th- I think there would have been trouble. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I'd like to apologise... Okay, let's leave it there. Okay. Um, okay. No, 385 and many others have got in touch to point out correctly that the Duke of Edinburgh is in fact 97, not 91 years old. And I think it was, I think I said he was 91 earlier. Yes, but what can I what can I say? Old habits die hard. He's knocking off a few years. He's wearing well. That's what you're. uh, Mm. Looks great. It's an implicit compliment, really, isn't it? Yeah. Bolt upright. He is bolt upright. What a guy. <laughs> yeah. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah, he's, I know he's had his, he's, he's had, you know, he's had, had his <laughs> things in the past, but... Um, when you say things? Well, he's said some stuff, but, yeah. you know, he's old. Yeah. Yeah. People, he's, people used to make a lot of allowances for old people, saying <laughs> bigoted things, yeah. but they don't... Do, I was looking forward oh, to that. what a shame. Being cut a bit of slack. <laughs> yeah. But stop... Such stop, a shame that you can't say that stuff that, anymore. No. Yeah, but, you know, he's grown up in a different world. He was probably in... Was he in the Rarch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could imagine him having high tiffin in a red tunic. Yes. Yes. So, um, one of the, the, the great surprises of the whole event for me was when mm. um, Princess Beatrice got up and read an extract yeah. from the Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. I yeah. mean, wow, I didn't see I that coming. About I really Gatsby's smile. Great Gatsby. Well, well, spoiler alert, it doesn't end well for him. Oh. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, he, he, nice should, one. he should read it. It's good <laughs> and short. Oh. Yeah. Didn't we once discuss the classics that you can read that are short, so that mm. you seem like you've got a really good literary Heart knowledge? of Darkness. Hang Great on, I'm Gatsby. Gonna, I'll make yeah. a list of these. Um, Metamorphosis. Great Gatsby has got oh, that yeah, sort of catcher in the rye thing, though. That you know, it's it's one of those books that's often mentioned as as a fave, I think. Oh yeah. But it was the reason I, think I read it. Was Darius Stanesh's favourite book? <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. I think that's right. I remember that's a great him. bit Do you of knowledge. What was that catcher in the rye? No, he was Great Gatsby, Darius Stanish. Okay, fair enough. 
Um, where's it? Where's he now? I bet he's in a musical somewhere in, at the seaside. Eight, twelve, fifteen. Was where in, is Darius? Yeah, he was in a musical. Lovely voice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, except for "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time," Gate. I don't remember that. that. Don't you remember that? No. Well, I'll show you a YouTube clip of it afterwards. Okay. Anyway, as you were. Look forward to that. So uh, yes, apparently it's all based on the idea that when she first, um, when um, Eugene first saw. Um, Jack. Yeah. yeah. He smiled. He smiled. Yeah, exactly. He was there with the old shake <laughs> and the old... Uh, hey, baby! <laughs> he was a barman, wasn't he? Yeah. Do you think he had uh, those sort of leather sort of holsters on with tequila shot glasses in? <laughs> Can you imagine it throughout the ceremony? <laughs> no, I think it was a pub in the West Midlands. He, had, <laughs> he was saying, come on, move out now. He had a big handful of glasses, holding about 20 glasses. Come on! <laughs> Haven't you got arms to go to? Can you imagine if every time his name was mentioned in the ceremony? Anyway, sorry, Frank, as you were. No, so um, apparently when she saw his smile for the first time... Oh, they got uh, it. It reminded her of the description of um, Gatsby's smile in the book, which... Um, Okay. Which is wow. it sort of lights up the world and makes you feel better about yourself, that kind of... That's what did you good, make of the, the choice? I, I remember Kat saying a similar thing about um, me, but she was oh. basing it on uh, <laughs> Alan Bullock's um, Hitler, a study in tyranny. Oh. It's a description in there which she thought was very <laughs> reminiscent. But... Um, what about your smile? <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> smile. And uh, anyway, so, yeah, I liked it. I liked the fact. But then the, the vicar got slightly panicky that they've read something out that wasn't in the Bible. What did he, he say? Oh, he started sort of Is saying... Can we say that they're referring specifically <laughs> to the smile in that, not the bit about him being the, look like a rough neck something or other. Um, yeah, yeah. you've got to be careful. All right. <laughs> All right, parson. Relax. Yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, I follow the Nazarene myself, as you know, but that, that I don't know why people... I got the impression that um, Jack and Eugene weren't that fussed about the religious element. They sort right. of giggled their way through that. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually asked to play ukulele for Andrea Bocelli. <laughs> Were you? Yeah, to, yeah to Arve, I, 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 the chords to Ave Maria, they're tricky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He had a TV advert on. Did you notice? In the middle, in the break, in yeah. the this morning break. Yeah, Cheeky. that's great. So he sang a couple of Cheeky. songs, then they advertised his new album. Oh, yeah. Eileen, brilliant. He should have had it under his arm. Yeah. I'll tell you something, though. That'd be good if he'd just been holding Cara Delevingne, <laughs> no, you know, best like, looking. Sorry. Frank. Sorry, I thought she was the best yeah. dressed woman. Yeah. But he, he looked so cool. Andre Bocelli. Oh Andrei man, Bocelli. yeah, he Did had he? that. Yeah, he had that. He had a sort of a smart suit, but the, the tie not quite done up. Oh, oh really? And he's blind, so he, you know, he can legitimately wear the shades indoors. Right. Wow, man, he look, he looks so cool. I was thinking, mate, you've cracked it there. I tell you, <laughs> cracked it. <laughs> oh, I love um, Al's idea of him having a little table. You know, like well, I think when I went to see Jim Davidson at the Edinburgh Festival, you had oh, one yeah. of those little table with some um, some books on it. Some merch. But, uh, and, yeah, only about five books and a couple of CDs. That's what he should have had outside St George's Chapel. What about if he'd been selling merch outside? Oh, on a little table. Up. Yeah, I would have loved that. You know what? I was disappointed on behalf of Ricky Martin 
Because he was in the congregation, he was a guest. What and if he'd have done even if he'd have Oh, well, that's shake a bonbon. If he'd have got up, yeah, under uh. stress. <laughs> Oh, I would have, and then just six hundred tequilas had been brought in on. Yeah, exactly. But if he did, it'd be more appropriate with the I South like American the, theme. The, the tequila ambassador <laughs> invites Ricky Martin to his. I mean, it's got. Uh, where were the Gypsy Kings? Surely they should have turned up with the big guitars. Well, Malia, I bet it was all happening at the party. Can you imagine it? Slammers, big slammers as well. Party's three days long. Yeah. One slammer could have killed the Duke of Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> keep him out of this. <laughs> Long may he continue, I say. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. And the end of their uh, marriage ceremony, they got in a limited edition James Bond car, of which there are only nine or twelve or something like that. So very specific Aston Martin. I don't know about you guys, but I don't really see James Bond as uh, attached with monogamy and fidelity and long-lasting relationships. No, I don't know what... I also very much associate that car with the ejector seat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they also drove off clutching a prenup. I don't know what, what yeah. it was it says. He'd have probably just, choice, though. He'd have shot <laughs> himself right out of the ejector seat as part of his tequila-fueled <laughs> celebrations. Just Let gone, go. woo! There'll be a lot of tequila at that bash. Festival oh, and fun so. fair, the bashes. Are those your two worst nightmares, Frank? Because yeah, they are yeah. mine. There's, they uh, are mine. There's a coconut shy, apparently. Mm. The Duke don't want to stand too close <laughs> to that. <laughs> Dodgems. Yeah. God, I hate dodgems. Do you? Do you? Well, I'll tell you why. Because I think it's irresponsible as well. That's the child's first experience of driving. And it's not a great one. Oh, I see. Okay. They won't be doing much driving, though, will they? They'll be in the The back mainly. What, with the tequila? I think the Queen Queen drives, didn't she? She does. Oh, yeah. Didn't she nearly run someone over in the park? She's got a, uh, I think it's a Jaguar estate. That'd be be hushed. Imagine the... the, uh, (laughs) Off the record compensation you'd get if the Queen run you over. You'd be made for life. Um, We should say Camilla didn't make it. Now, the Duke of Edinburgh said, I'll wake up and see how I feel on the day, close quotes. Yeah. Love Mm -hmm. it. Camilla, however, said she had a prior engagement, which is fair enough, but then I found out it was a harvest festival. Mm. I mean... Okay. At a school. Now, is that like, the thing where I you like bring a, the baked beans? I like a plastic loaf. Yeah. <laughs> Although I bet she doesn't. I bet she takes some of uh, Charles's sausages and biscuits, oh, doesn't she? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, produce. He's got his own. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah, his own food line. Yeah. Past the duchy, I call oh, it. Man. Yeah. Slightly borderline <laughs> sell by dates, is it? Picked up from the farm shop. Do you want to turn yeah. up and take to the uh, harvest? Well, these are uh, they're on yeah. the cusp. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'd just be glad I'm there, to be honest. I mean, all I'm saying is she could have swapped those dates. Come on. Yeah, it's No, not, it's she not. had three appointments and they were in Scotland. <laughs> I feel for her in a way because I, I sometimes... I've kept the thing that was in the diary first in and yeah. I've felt like it was a mistake and I've also cancelled the thing that was in the diary first for the second offer and then felt like that was a mistake. So you can't win, can you? Which no. all of which would have been fine had the people in Scotland not said... 
Well, she could have come any time. <laughs> did they? Yes. <laughs> well, they did. I, it reminded so, me a bit of... that's rather unfortunate. I used okay. to watch um, live wrestling in the, in the 70s. Oh, I'll do it now. Who didn't? Uh, this was when wrestling was like, you know, <laughs> the sort of blokes you see fighting on a pub car park on a Friday night. Brilliant. And... Uh, they always had terrible excuses when they didn't. I remember they said... Did they? That was Actually, they had a similar thing. They said uh, Klondike Jake was supposed to be... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you remember him. There was, there was two brothers, um, Klondike Bill and Klondike Jake, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Big men. And they said Klondike Jake can't be here tonight because he's in Scotland. <laughs> well, that's not, that's not really an excuse, is it? That's just an explanation, <laughs> just saying that he's somewhere else. <laughs> and she went for a similar... She went for a Klondike Jack. <laughs> maybe she was there at the Inn and Chickens that night and made a mental note of that. Oh, yeah, I'm having that. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This week, I, uh, I bought... Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the Extra Strong Mint. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. know, I've never known that about I've, you. I've almost... I bet if I reach in my pocket now, as we speak... There you go. Do you know, oh. I love an ESM, and I didn't know that was um, well, common ground we that's shared. That's why I don't tell people. They're getting a free plug, aren't they, on this show? <laughs> well, anyway, ESM. so I don't know if you can see from here, but it says on the packet... Mm. It says radio, this. It yeah. says, um, <laughs> not for individual sale. <laughs> Oh, oh. And I thought another people... good business plan ruined. <laughs> I thought people are selling extra strong. What is this? The sort of black market drafts business. <laughs> Bro- Broken Britain. Yeah, not for individual sale. Extra yeah. strong mints. But if they were for individual sale, what kind of price are we talking? Well, exactly. Well, remember when I asked the well, other what week? What would you pay for an ESM? Uh, the other week I asked, if you remember on this, what can you get for a penny? And we got, I don't think we got any reply, did Nothing. we? Nothing. Uh, and that maybe was, that could be it. We just said millennials just went, what's a penny? Yeah. Okay. They wouldn't bend down for a penny. I see pennies on the street all the time. It's supposed to be austerity, Brit. <laughs> I think that's partly because people can't hip hinge. They can't um, bend down as easily as they should mm. be able to. But it's really, it's puzzled me, this. Oh, what's it all about? Alfie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what's it, what what's it all about? As in the ESMs are available well, on not, an individual not basis. For individual sale. Well, to I, be fair, there there are other sweets and mints that don't carry that warning, so presumably they're fine with it. Well, is that what you're suggesting? That mean there are local shopkeepers <laughs> who are splitting <laughs> a packet of extra strong mints and well, selling them individually. Here's a spanner like in the works. Haribo sours. I would buy those on an individual basis. Because a packet's too much. Yeah. Uh, well, but you, you don't have sour. to finish the whole packet. Okay. There used to be that. Do you remember those gold bars? They were like penguin, except they had that sort of very creamy brown chocolate, oh, yeah. like caramacky type. Yes. We're not going to do a sweets phone by the way. No, no, okay. don't do that. We're but, in the middle but, of it now. But I tell you, with those, they were so, they were so yeah. othello like. <laughs> In yes. that they were very Moorish. <laughs> um, really? I hope that was coming. In that, you'd eat one and it was fantastic. <laughs> you'd eat two and it was yeah. only about halfway through the third one that you <laughs> felt really sick. I mean, yeah. properly sick. But you didn't, there was no warning till you hit that mm. thing. Um, but extra strong mints. I'm going to go in and say, you haven't got an extra strong mint, have you? Just about. <laughs> just about. I've just met this woman at the bus stop. <laughs> 
Well, if they uh, if they say yes, we do. You'll you'll be able to tell us next week what the price is yeah, on exactly. an individual level. Well, if they're selling them, for, I mean, they're going to sell them one one. You know, just the one. If they're selling, if they say oh, it's a penny for three, well, they're not. The individual sale oh, warning yeah. goes out the window. So yeah, five eight five has sent us some Darius news. Darius was in Funny Girl last year. I saw him in it in Canterbury. There you go. I wasn't that far off then. I said a musical at the seaside. We're, yeah. we're in borderline. Good on him. <laughs> That's what I say. But um, uh, if anyone can get to the extra strong mints, um, I might actually. Might, I put the well, picture. we have got something quickly. I imagine you bought a three pack. Careful. And it refers to the packet. I didn't buy a three-pack. Not three the pack. individual I didn't mint. buy a three-pack. Okay, don't yeah. fall out the, with three, four, I two. I bought them, I just bought one pack, right, okay. from a legitimate news agent. Okay. I didn't Can go... Everyone I calm di- down. I didn't go black market. <laughs> I just I just bought a pack. Oh, do you think that means that the pack you bought came from <gasps> a three-pack and is not for individual sale? Oh. We'll, 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 come, we'll come back to this. We'll come back to this mystery. <laughs> Oh, Frank Skinner's true crime. <laughs> it's like a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's like cereal. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. And this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cocker. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Text us on eight twelve fifteen. Or email the oh, the show via the Absolute Radio webby. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we were running a, uh, a a true crime style podcast, weren't we? Oh where yes. You were well, Al. Trying to get to the bottom of. Um, well, the, the the news agent that I got it seems a very nice, not the sort. I mean, what, uh, what, what, is that what, the one I've? Oh, I think that. I've been to that one. If it's is it near your let's, local? Let's not, let's oh, not, okay, let's no. not say. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. No. but I, I think we certainly shouldn't name the person no. well, given I think what he's we've just discovered. In well, individual what, packets what, what, that are coming what, from a multi pack. What would he make? I wouldn't be surprised he if he go upstairs and he's brewing hooch. <laughs> oh, what? He's got some speakeasy. Yeah. <laughs> what would he make from buying a three pack of extra strong mints? And Te- sat- text in A1215. Well, we've had some guesses. Is uh, it worth it? Uh, Somebody sent a very elegant joke. What you can get for a penny? For a penny, you can get two ape knees. Ape, okay. ape knees. Ape knees. Like ape knees. Mm. I will say you meant ape knees. That's what it says. That's it's a it's a bit of wordplay. It's yeah. a bit of a like. A, what was that program called? Let's like, the good old days. On it. It's one of those jokes. It's a bit forensic on it. Something cruel about ape knees. Oh, I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Packet of ESM. Al. Did you read that one out yet? No. Oh. The packet of ESM has come from a multi-pack. It's the whole packet that's not for individual. We sell not the individual mints. Yeah, yes, but why, we get would, that. Why, why would a shop... We said that a minute ago. <laughs> why would a shopkeeper... My wife's a big fan of yours. <laughs> I love that. Such a mum's thing. All right, Colombo. <laughs> I, um... I, but what what is it worth it? Cause, I mean, the risk of being found out. Oh, you don't want to do time the for risk? that, do you? I mean, what is if the I risk? To, really? If I wrote to Trebor and said this bloke, uh, I mean, Trebor, <laughs> well, must I wouldn't be surprised be, when they must, hear this. Surely Trebor must be a monster from Doctor Who if I think that long. <laughs> but if and I don't text in and say it's Robert backwards because that is really such a big moment. If you oh, I didn't know that. Oh. I am. Okay. So, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I, I just think it's such a strange thing to do. Unless you can get them in 
packs of a thousand that make a fortune like that. You're I mean, right. what's he making? Five p, pa- you know, a sale. I don't know. I feel yeah. I, I, I like it's a nice. They chap. add up though. They add up. I know the I chap feel, in feel. question. It reminds me of when we used to go to a place called Cape Hill Market, and they used to sell. Used to buy stuff that had just gone past the sell-by dates. So used to sell stuff. Oh, oh I'd cheap. be in like Flynn on that. <laughs> oh really man, you're very just past the sell-by. After, after, Thank you. After, <laughs> we used to call them after dates instead of after rates. Oh you no, get a, get a box of after dates. Oh, <laughs> the particular one that was most popular. This is now. I, you said we shouldn't talk about old sweets, okay. but these were these were it. not. They weren't mainstream. There was something about them which they were always in the on the dark side of confectionery. <laughs> they were called Tafifis. Oh. Do you remember them? Oh, Tofifi. Was it Tofifi? I well, thought it I was Tofifis. Um, I don't know. Let's Sounds like it's got to be the same thing. Yeah, I'm it's, sure it's it is. like Eugenie and Eugenie. I remember top, yeah. yeah I remember. They I were remember always the sell-by things. They were always, they? yeah. They were. They always had stacks of them. Maybe a lot of too much paper them. in those. Maybe they've devised paper. them. Yeah, a lot of grease-proof paper on the. Oh. Oh, I don't. I don't mind a bit of that. Okay. Mm, That's not fun. for me. How late? How late would you go with a confectionery <laughs> sell-by? <laughs> oh, it would depend on what it was. Like if it was six a, months, it didn't. If it was a soft-centered. Thing I'd probably give it less time than what like about dark cr- the cream egg. But what about when coffee there? starts to bl- when, when chocolate starts to blanch a bit? You know, it gets, oh, it yeah, gets yeah. that sort of pale. It goes a bit pale. Oh, when the I'd when the um, yeah I'd when the after eight gets the white sheen on it. Oh yeah, the like you don't want a beige after eight. <laughs> That can't be good for you, can it? So this chat of after eights is making me look forward to Christmas. Anyone else? Love them. Oh, I look. don't wait. I don't treat it as an occasion what item. Made me think but it. I associate made me think them with six it. hours, six hours to go. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Frank, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Four five eight has texted. Toffee fees are being advertised on telly right now. Caps, and what? I quote: Toffee fee for so much fun. I think people buy them not because of the name, but the fact they look like soft, chocolatey cupcakes. Problem is, you only buy them once as they're brick hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't know if we should be saying... I mean, they might, have to, they might want to advertise on Absolute Radio. Anybody else slightly angry about confectionery? <laughs> 8, 12, 15. Also, Tafifis, uh, when you look at the name, you think, oh, this is Toffee and... What is Poodle? <laughs> it's got. It suggests that, like, like Bonoffi, that there's two things going on, mm-hmm. to, and and there, there isn't, is there? There's just toffee. You're right. It's just a long way of saying toffee. Yeah. Four seven four has has texted in. I think one of our other readers. That, oh, is that uh, Dave and Leeds? May well subscribe to the Economist. One of my favourites. Uh, strap yourself in. Uh, five pack of ESM extra strong mints. <laughs> In B&M, well-known bargain store. What's B&M? Yeah. B&M Bargains. I think it's a, a bargain Producers store. Producers nodding, one of her faves. A bit like Quality Save Never or similar. Never heard of it. Um, five pack of ESM you know? in I've been B&M. to uh, S&M Bargains. How do I not know? How do I, oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. But I don't like, I don't like Velcro on a gimp mask. <laughs> <laughs> I like a zip. Yeah. Oh. 
wow. Potato, potato, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I've never heard of B&M Bargains. I'm going to be honest, I haven't heard of B&M Bargains either. Oh, okay. Maybe it's an That's old thing. We've lost, or... we've lost touch. Have we lost touch? Well. I well, never had you, touch. It's because you highfalutin. That's okay, go on. Five pack of ESM in B&M. I feel like I've read this a million times. I'm time. sorry. For one pound, your shop will be selling one pack for around 60 pence. 200% profit. Wow. Oh. Do you think I should uh, mention it? Just going to... Uh... <laughs> Just right. You got it now, Frank. What about if I went in and said, "Sorry, investment. I, I don't have my reading glasses with me." What does that say on this? Pack? <laughs> <laughs> How would that go down? I'm just wondering if next time I'm on a car journey where someone starts saying, "I think you should invest in cryptocurrency," I'm going to go, "Nah, I'm getting into extra strong mints." Yeah. Selling them in individual yeah. packets at 200% profit. Sharp. I thought that only happened on sort of, you know, that bloke that comes in the pub and says, you want to buy some mints? <laughs> <laughs> this is a Selling shop. CDs. It's a proper shop, you know, like a, in a, in a, you know, in a shopping area. And he's yeah. doing that. On a list of crimes. I mean, it's, oh, it's no. not that bad. It's, oh, I'm, I feel really let down by it. <laughs> I got the Sunday Times last week. It's from January. Oh, no, not really. I made that bit up. <laughs> but I just think they shouldn't be doing it in a proper shop. Okay. That's just... You heard it here. No, what am, should I do anything about it? Citizens' arrest? Found the police. <laughs> is this illegal? Is it illegal? I mean, when they say not to be, who's, who's, that's just. Yeah, they can write what they want on the Is it legal, though? Can't enforce yeah, but Frank, it, how are you going to deal with this? I mean, presumably, what's your relationship like with this character? Well, you know, we go in and chat about, you know... Well, I don't know what we What do you about. chat about? We chat about what's in uh, the Times Literary <laughs> Supplement. Oh, nice. OK. Yeah, we don't chat about that, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> we chat, I say things like, oh, oh... Um, Victorian delivery uh, <laughs> vehicles... Um, Magazine that built into two lovely volumes, nice mm. stuff. Like, you know, I talk about what's in the shop. I just think it's going to be, you know, it's in the room now, isn't it? Mm. And I know what you're like. If it's in the room, you have to go there. I'm going to go in. Um, I'm going to go in. Jeremy Carl just walk straight in, <laughs> whacking the finger. I've got this last week. Just go burst straight on like a couple of security blokes, making sure I don't go completely off. I don't know. See, it will nag at me now. Like I feel I've got to mention mm. it. Yeah. I think you should maybe change shops for a little while. Oh, no, I don't want to change shops. I want to, I want to sort bargains. this out. Yeah. It's like being Elliot Ness. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I'd like to talk to you about Bear Grylls. Oh, yeah? Who, mm. uh, I'm, I'm kind was of he a at the wedding, of, by the way? I don't know, was oh, he? He will be poshing. I yeah, think he repelled in wearing a uh, wearing a bear suit at one point. <laughs> follow the bear. Yeah, oh, I bet he'd never wear a bear suit, would he? Can I just no. say, guys, if he doesn't have follow the bear on his Twitter account, I believe I don't he, want to be I friends with him. I believe he follows the Nazarene. I think he's, uh, you know, born again, isn't he? That's I don't know. No, I think he's Anglican. What does that mean? It means. Well, you can't be born again if you're Anglican, is that well, a rule? Don't, let's not get bogged down. Yeah, oh. let's, let's not get bogged down. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be in Australia. A reference for about still, four people. Still got, the, still got that wig, But though. the people who got it will love it. That's what I always think. Safari suit, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> a polyester leisure suit, as Dennis Leary once said to me. A guy in a polyester leisure suit singing Frank Sinatra songs? 
<laughs> anyway, um, um, yes. So Bear Bear Grills is um, is launching a a business with insect powder health bars. Yeah. yeah. This Insect isn't a powder. This isn't a fever dream. This is a real thing. <laughs> what is... Um, are they to be individually sold? I don't well, know. Quite. Do you have to buy them quite. in swarms? <laughs> oh, thank. That's lovely. No, but... I'll have the, a plague of bars, please. But the... The, um, the powder, what does that mean? Does Why it do mean you ask me that? Hey? Insect powder... Is that the sort of you know when you get you know when you you squeeze a moth mm. oh. and you get that pet, I mean come on because I'll eat your clothes I'm afraid it's not all them <laughs> that's true to the yeah. war you get that powder off the wings is it like oh, that the little brown powder oh, oh, do they yeah. dust do they dust insects down and then that's turned into well, they contain protein is, yeah that, I don't want that in my um, food. well that's the only t- thing I can think of that's from the powder. buffalo worms it says. Buffalo worms. I think that was the original draft, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't go so well. Yeah. Um, I, um, or insecticide, it sounds like, doesn't it? We put insect powder down. Oh, yeah. Can't, there can't be that. I don't really understand, unless they dry no. them out and powder them up. I think they might. I like the fact that the CEO of Bear Grylls Company is called Rupert. <laughs> of course he is. Rupert Bear Grylls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he says they want to inspire, equip and empower. What about if there's three blokes there, Rupert, Paddington and Yogi? <laughs> <laughs> they all work with Bear grill. <laughs> <laughs> now, I had to look into this thing and the, the, okay. bloke, the bloke from the company said... Is um, that Rupert? I don't, think, I don't know if it was okay. Rupert, but he said the truth is, um, it might have been from that company, it's a company that sell, sold um, insect okay. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, "The fact is, we've you know you, people bulk." He said they bulk at they eating do. insects. He's right though; they do bulk. He said, "But the truth is, we eat insects all the time." He said, "If you have an average sized pizza, and I wrote this yeah. down," he says, "A regular pizza, the tomato sauce will contain on average thirty fly eggs and probably two whole maggots." Oh, shut up! What? And he said a cup you're, of... No, you're a Domino's ambassador. He said a cup <laughs> of um, ground... I haven't got me medal, yeah. You know how Jack Brookbank gets... Da, 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 da. Yeah. We're going to have to work out your music, Frank. Well, he's probably it's drank a lot be, of tequila um, worms. I found my thrill. Fats Domino. Yeah, I know. How often the two go together, I should imagine. Mm. Go on um, then, so it's two maggots and yeah. a... Two ma- 30 fly eggs or two whole maggots. And he said, um, this bloke says, if you have a cup of ground coffee, mm. there's going to be on average 60 bog parts in it. I've had one oh, this morning. Shall I? Yeah. So we're, we're constantly eating. We don't know we're eating. I'm them, 60 bogs it, up. I didn't even know it. Yeah, we're, we're pa- <laughs> well, we're what about pa- how many spiders do you eat every year? Is that an urban myth? Oh, when you're That's asleep, a, they yeah. go in your mouth. Yeah. I remember being in Africa and woke up and the, oh, was I, this one of his lies? Oh no, this is. <laughs> uh, no, I don't true. think so. And I went into the uh, the bathroom, and I had a spider stuck to my uh, buttock. I'd rolled over on it. It was you didn't. Oh man, it was such a biggie, and I'd squashed it in the <laughs> night. You didn't eat it. It was massive. It was. I mean, it it looked like I had some uh, <laughs> tattoo. Uh, yeah, it looked a bit like. Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction <laughs> at the Super Bowl, <laughs> but on my bomb. 
Um, oh. But yeah, if, I mean, if that if I'd seen it alive, it would have terrified me. But as it was, I accidentally mm. squashed. But now I didn't eat it. Not after it'd been on my buttock. No, that would have been disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know where there's the often a um, there's a there's I was, a. Can I just tell you, I was <laughs> yeah, reading a book to Boz about ancient Greece. And I said, uh, you know, people eat lots of fruit and vegetables and olives was very popular mm. because there's lots of olives. I said, but the slaves had to live on a lumpy por- porridge mm. made from um, corn husks or something like that. And he went, that's disgusting. <laughs> 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 Sorry, it made me laugh. <laughs> oh, have I misjoked? No. Okay. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Yeah, so if anyone does know what insect powder actually is, I'd mm. like to know. But that's why it's. It, there seems to be a general feeling that we are going to be eating a lot more insects. I, I think it might be post Brexit. That might be all we've got. Well, Prue Leith said last week that um, insects were going to be the delicious next food craze. Yeah, everyone yes. is. Um, She's a, a big fan. I'd yeah. be a bit worried if I was on the production team of I'm a Celebrity, <laughs> get me out of there. Yeah. That's our gimmick. We did, five years' time yeah. will just be a food programme. That's <laughs> right, yeah. Also, it's going to be difficult for the environmental health people to close down bad takeaways, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> when they turn up and they go, the place is covered in cockroaches. This and is our goes, special. It's just really fresh. Yeah. That, it's, it's That's true. just the special. It's a knock-on effect, isn't it? Do you think lizards will call it cultural appropriation? <laughs> well, I, t- I tell you who's going to be enjoying this is old... Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, because... He the... likes an insect in the bottle. Yeah. Oh, do well, they have yeah. It's a worm, isn't it? Is it a yeah. worm? Yeah, it's a worm. Oh, yes. What's that well, called? Well, it makes Mes- people strung out, I Mes- think. Mescaline or Very something. good, Frank. Yeah. Mescaline? They yeah. used to say... It's called it? mescaline. I believe... I think Frank's right, it is. I could oh, be wrong. Right. I've, yeah. I've lo- I'm out of touch. Look at Sarah, she might know. No, OK. They used to say... They always used to say that if you ate the worm in the bottle, you went mad. Oh, right. I don't know if that's true. I was also told that the yellow stuff in a pomegranate is poison. <laughs> yeah. Can't be right, can it? I don't think so. I don't. Have you I eaten... I, I've dosage, got to draw the line with the, the insects. I'm not a fan. Really? Have you ever eaten an insect, deliberately? Well, you obviously have. <laughs> a if you've had a pizza. Coffee. I like to believe I haven't. <laughs> a pizza or a ground coffee, you definitely have. I've had... Um, what I've, have you had? I've had a few in my time. I've had um, deep-fried locust mm. and deep-fried scorpion. Did you mm. like it? Well, I don't normally eat deep fried stuff. I think, can you, can you poach me one? And a, a lot, a lot of the insects, they no. di- they just deep fry it as an automatic thing. In fact, that's what Prue Lee says when she was first offered it. She thought, mm. well, deep fried anything is delicious. Oh yeah, she... but why do they have to deep fry it? Is that the only method they've got for cooking it? I think it's the best method. I think. Well, well nice you don't want it. a boiled worm, do you? Well, you're all right with a deep fried one. Well, it's better. It disguises it more. Chocolate covered ants, remember that? I've had that. Yeah. Who wants to get fat from ants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not going to, are you? You're not going um, to. But of course, apparently... there'll, be one, there'll be one less ant on um, I'm a Celebrity. <laughs> <get the> <laughs> oh, oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, we've been talking about eating insects. 
very, very hard to get a grip on the wishbones. Mm. <laughs> Minuscule. Yeah. Well, it turns out there's quite a lot of it happening. Insect eating. Uh, 196, whilst drinking one of those instant cappuccinos in the garden, I started to chew on an unresolved lump. When it didn't yield, I spat it out. A big fat fly. It was a curious sensation. That is all, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, it's not going to... Fly would be the last thing I'd want to eat because of the uh, obvious... Um, Dog excrement links. Oh, they're just yeah, they're true. Dirty, aren't they? Although if this fad continues, we're going to be living out that joke. Waiter, waiter, there's a fly in my soup. Yeah, mm. I keep think it quiet, it sir. Does, they all want one. It does sound. Remember that joke? I do. Yeah. Do you remember the joke about? Do you know what? Oh, do you know what? Do you remember the joke? Yeah, I love <laughs> no, but I just the want that to remind. There's one about a bloke with a whitlow. What's you know a what a whitlow? No. It's like a sort of a. It's like a sort of a pos old thing used to get down the down the side of your fingernail. What are you doing? Thumbnail. He's acting it out. So the bloke, um, bring, the waiter brings out a bowl of soup and he's got his thumb oh. in the soup and he says, what you got your thumb? He says, sorry, I've got a Whitlow and the doctor says, keep it warm. <laughs> the bloke says, why are you sticking up your backside? He said, what are you doing? I, he said, I do when I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Good Can I joke. say that? Say it back, sorry. I think so. Mm. It's a good joke. I don't though. know, but that was like a medieval nightmare with all these faces going, ha, 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 ha. 009, oh. Sherry from Yeovil, has said um, she really should be corresponding when we've got a drinks thing running, shouldn't she? Sherry from Yeovil, that'd be great. Uh, while riding a bike and talking, I swallowed a large moth. Worst thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Controversial. Yeah. Very controversial. I had a mate who was frightened of moths, and that was his thing, that one would fly in his mouth. He used to, he used oh, to I understand ter- that. terrify him. I'd rather they're better than that than on a 200-quid suit. <laughs> so we've established about the... It's not even that much for a good suit. <laughs> Where can you get that for a suit? I can't buy a T-shirt for that these days. Oh, wow. No, I'm joking in case anyone complains. But, I'm, but, you know. but it's, but the thing is, as well, it's gone on the line in not to be sold individually. <laughs> in my end is my beginning. Mm. My beginning is my end. Um, we've discussed mescaline, Frank, haven't we? Yes, I think I got. Yes. I said it's mescaline, but it's actually mescal. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And does exactly. it drive you mad if you eat the worm? Um, well, it's too late to text in on eight twelve fifteen. Okay. But there's some debate over that. I think it at uh, least Danny gives o- you hallucinations. Well, Danny O'Mahony says um, if you eat the worm, uh, you get a visual trip. It's great. So I don't oh, know well, if I should be recommending that. that. I do apologise. Absolute radio They do not um, recommend hallucinogenics in any um, in any form. I think that's official policy. <laughs> Is it? I'm not sure about the in any form, but I'll have to look into <laughs> that. I think they might be okay with uh, magic mushrooms. I think they brought the... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, so um, a lot of people with their head in their hands in the studio now. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, no, they're not. Don't don't have them. Ever. No, no, no. I mean, I mean... I've, God, to come to think of it, I've eaten quite a lot of insects. Because okay. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Uh, so anyway. So um, I think we should end, shouldn't we, while we're still on air. So I'm, just, I'm, I'm packing up here. I haven't said goodbye yet. Can I just say something? Your retailer is in the clear about these mints as well, OK? Is he in the clear? Yeah. Christina's got touched. Individuals can't sell them, so they don't get bogged down in red tape, VAT, risk bogged, assessments, bogged down, etc. <laughs> but, but shops and online retailers can. There you go. Oh, so it's all can. in the clear. It's a lovely happy ending. That's not what I heard from the Citizens <laughs> Advice Bureau. But...
Oh, no, no, okay. Well, I won't. I won't go in there and smash the door down like one of those prohibition movies. Oh and yeah. Take the extra strong. <laughs> Pity. I was hoping he'd say, you know, what if I give you a crate? Oh no. Well, let me your off. version. You don't call it only your protection <laughs> racket. Um, so anyway, um, yes. Thank you so much um, for listening today. Um, don't do hallucinogenics. <laughs> Can I emphasize that again? They're not really. It's not. It's not that good for you. And um, yeah, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, um, be seeing you. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio.